Welcome to the Rogue One. The Black Cast spoiler-filled Rogue One review slash commentary. And yes, it's the Rogue One because Jeff thinks that joke it's is really Rogue funny. One it's one. the Rogue One one. And as I just said, it is filled with spoilers. So if you want to see the movie and not have it ruined, you should stop listening. And case in point, if you're still listening, you are going to be disappointed because the subtitle for this episode is The One Where Everybody Dies. Mm, it's true. Which is what it is. You didn't yeah. tell me. Tell me. I really want to meet the person who's like, "Why do they all have to die in the end?" But there are the, there are going to be those people. <laughs> what? what? And, really? and we'll we'll talk about it. So you oh. know, I I hope that uh, I had a very frustrating conversation with my friend about the movie who who hated it. And that's fine. People but like can hate whatever they want. Some of the things that he hated well, about it, I was like, okay, guy. That's where <laughs> I, I run into problems sometimes. People can hate whatever they want, but then when they explain to you all the reasons, like, okay, look, you didn't like it. I did. I don't like. Do we have to have that conversation? I mean, we might have that conversation right now. Uh, I'll just sort of give an overall, and I'll, I'll let each of you give your thoughts. I thought it was great. I cared just enough about these characters that I know anything about, and yet I knew they were all going to die. There's an issue which I'll get to, which is that I couldn't remember the names of like half of the characters, yeah. but. I was still okay with them because it was like, oh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. He's a doctor. I don't care mm -hmm. what his name is. Yeah. So that's great. It's great to see him. Galen Erso. Well, I know. It's in my notes. How many times have you fucking seen it? One. <laughs> Jesus. He's like two in the morning as well. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I knew it was Galen Erso. Galen Erso, Jin Erso's his daughter, Cassian Andor. All right, the stop other it. Dude. I just K2SO. Because I like to drink. Because you have all of the action figures. Yes. So, Jeff, uh, I'm going to go to you before I go to Will because I'm getting a vibe. You liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was great, though. No. Like, I, I had a lot of problems with it, but it was enjoyable and it because... Was, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It, I, I love... I love the Star Wars universe. I love the idea of this beautiful, expanded universe with all sorts of heroes and villains and all like the intricacies. I actually spent a bunch of time today and last night just reading on the internet more Star Wars canon shit just because I was fascinated. I wanted to know a little bit more about a few things, and it turned into like, you know, snowball. You can go down the rabbit hole for sure. You know, I mean, if depending on what you want to know more about, you know, there's there's no shortage of things. But before we even get to that. Will, your thoughts? Uh, I I was entertained by it. Was it fine? Because <laughs> you always say a movie's fine. <laughs> when I kind of don't like it. Yeah, when, you're, when you didn't hate it, you're like, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, because it doesn't but mean when, it's But if it wasn't a, fine, I'd like to know. It doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It was fine. <laughs> 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 I just like saying that now. There's a picture of, of, of a panel from this co comic manga called One Punch Man, and it says his face like a blank stare, and the bubble just says, okay. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about it, because I'm fairly ambivalent. I was actually much more excited for it going into it than I was for Force Awakens, because because the marketing just seemed uh, better, and I was more like looking forward to like finding new, finding out about new characters. Despite the fact like, that much of the marketing kind of cool. was scenes that weren't in the final movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like yeah. the the awesome stormtroopers, you know, stomping through the water, which is yes. like the poster. Yeah. And we don't see that. That's not even there. Ever. And there, I was like, I, I I don't even care if it didn't make sense. I kind of wanted to see that. I did also have a lot of issues with it, and I realized like a third of the way through, I was like. Oh, I'm also reminded why I made fun of this movie when they announced it because it's inherently without stakes, and I kind of just don't give a shit. Well, there are stakes. You're just not that no. invested. I mean, you, just, really, you know, I know how it has to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I know what happens is that cooler people end up destroying the Death Star. I mean, thanks to them for getting the plans, but yeah. I don't really need to know their story because it's kind of boring. Right. There were not a lot of light. I, to me, Star Wars is like half story and everything, half lightsabers. Like. Please, more lightsabers. So the yeah. scene where Darth Vader They're, killed everyone, I was like, best yes, scene that's, in the whole fucking That's movie. the amazing part Agreed. of the movie. Hands it, down, agree. Yeah. But I will say the only thing is like, having there be all these intricate characters since Darth Vader was actually in a movie again, I was like, his costume kind of just looks like cheap. Like well, old. the helmet actually didn't look good. Didn't there, look good. There's, there's, the front, like the, Chest plate. That's exactly that was like, what it was. Kind of cheap looking. Because I think those are made out of wood. And I'm something. not kidding. I oh, think really? that they were originally. To so try they to want make them it to look the same. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is, yeah, he isn't as imposing and yeah. threatening. I mean, look, if that walked into a room, you'd still be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, because, like, shit is about to go down. Yeah. I mean, when it's and, dark and the lightsaber yeah. comes on, I was and like, if, great. I finally feel really, really excited about yeah. something. And it's still, you know, much, you know, Kylo Ren has a better costume by modern standards, but you'd be like, 
Yep, all right, seen it, whatever. This is also the first time I don't know why, and it doesn't bother me when I watch the original ones, but for some reason, I all of a sudden it clicked and I went, how does Anakin's voice go to sounding like old James Earl Jones? Like, it just, like, it's I was... heavily <laughs> modulated. It just seemed like... Because I know it's James Earl Jones talking, and I know he's, he's like, 30 much years older, older now. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of weird. Like, it, uh, it that's no fault of the movie. It's All right, just, so it's just part of let's it, focus on the not most a bad important movie. part. It was fine. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I didn't need it, and I actually thought the characters were in, were severely underdeveloped. And that Latin dude was poorly miscast, as well Wait, as who's he talking about, Jeff? You Cassian know? Andor, Cassiopeia, yeah. Yeah. as <laughs> well as. Um, well, my thing about Cassian Andor, the name, Whitaker. it's just a switcheroo of Lando Calrissian, yes. who's a much better character. Yes. Cassian Andor, I'm like, okay, that's too dude, close. If we had a young Lando running that team. Amazing, well, except he mean, doesn't die. He just leaves everyone he, on the planet. Right. <laughs> and by the way, do you know how much younger he'd be? Like eight months younger. Yeah. Because true. this is just before Empire Strikes Back. That's really. true. You know, it's not that. For, so the rebellion. I've never heard of it. Well, this Han Solo solo. Han Solo Han solo, solo movie. Solo movie. Uh, <laughs> isn't Donald Glover playing Lando or something? Yep. I, I, not confirmed. Uh, but but, yeah. but they're yeah. at the confirmed. age or even older than Harrison Ford, and and yeah. they were in the. So it's like. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be a film about how. Up. Lando sort of lives on the fringes as Han tries to develop his rap career. Ever since I in was in Atlanta, kid. see that was for people who didn't get the joke. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I saw Star Wars as like a big piece of white paper, and the original trilogy is like a black dot made by a pen in the middle. And rather than look at all the rest of the white paper, we keep like darkening that black dot. And I'm like, move on, do something cooler. I mean, yeah. they tried. Well, with episode eight, which is still same family, same shit. Oh, episode eight, you're saying? Yeah, or I'm saying prequels? we don't know. Oh, no, no, I'm saying episode eight. I don't mean this one. Skywalkers, is... though. I want some fucking old Republic. I want some out there. Totally. I mean, they've those stories shit. have been told. It just you in have movies. Well, I want them in movies. All right, settle down there. I want them in. Settle movies. down there, Speedy. But let's talk about the Darth Vader scene. Uh, We kind of have. But it was amazing. It's like everything you want to see because uh, this is an example where modern filmmaking is superior to what they could do with practical effects in 1975. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's just you couldn't, you know, he couldn't have moved that fast throwing people around. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this is what exactly what we want to see. We talked about this on the broadcast not that long ago Mm -hmm. is that this scene is exactly the Darth Vader that we've never really gotten to see. Right. It was just always sort of the ominous threat of like oh shit can, shit can go down yeah you know don't don't trust me uh or don't mess with me don't trust yeah. me yeah, don't trust well don't <laughs> trust him by the way and it's interesting because as you mentioned james Earl jones you're like wow darth vader sounds a lot older than he does in return of the jedi yeah. which is a couple years later right that's weird that's that he saying. sounds older no fault of them yeah no that's no, no fault of anything but yes jeff your thought so i think he, uh, dancing or like going right to what you guys are talking about one of the main problems I had with the movie was they were trying so desperately to get this to fit right in where it needed to right before A New mm-hmm. Hope right. that some of those aspects are what made the movie like hard. Like uh, Grand Moff Tarkin being like... Oh my God. So apparently okay, it we'll was let a Jeff human talk. being yeah. and then they CGI'd the face on. Yes. But the okay. whole thing looks CGI because yes. the his movements looked too fast. So my immediate thought was like, oh, that's all CGI? Yeah. Like, what a fucking so they, dumb idea So they that shot was. it with the actor Guy Henry who was in some of the Harry Potter movies. Does and he kind of look like Peter Cushing? Just not, cast not, a different actor Not really, for fuck's but sake. I think everyone on set didn't know that they were going to do that. So he was probably... Probably made up a little, some of the a little bit like that might have been part of the reshoots, but you know, I people didn't know that that's what was happening. I mean, I, you know, the people on set I didn't know didn't he was going to be in it. No, I I didn't know he was going to be in it. And at first, it you look at it, or this was me. Okay, so I first looked at it and I'm like, oh, they did a really good job. This guy looks a lot like Peter Cushing. Yeah, you know, the first time you see him, you don't really think about it, but then you start to watch and you're like. He's moving really well, but you didn't know it was CG when you not, first the saw the first face? second. No, yeah, I know. Instantaneously, I was like, well, "Oh, it's Jeff Bridges in Tron." Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was Jeff Bridges. In <laughs> Tron. I wish they would have gotten Jeff Bridges yeah. as Clue in Tron to be <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin. Yep, fucking four dreams deep at that point. I guess I was just more trusting of the the filmmaking process. Uh, I don't know. I thought that it was a little it was a little weird. He he looked weird. It didn't really bother me, except I kept thinking about. 
well, how did they do it? And I don't want to be taken out of the story that way. So I would rather they have cat like this actor. It would Just probably was fine. Guy Henry, that would have been fine. Jesus, I would have had no problem with that. Yeah, and no. like I get it that the movie runs right is into Grandma the next Tarkin one. Is Grandma Tarkin that really revered of a character? Someone's like, he don't is. you? He's dare a very cast important. He's a very important character in important in character. A but do, do do people like I look? I love Peter Cushing a lot. He's one of my because he was movie actors. Doctor Who. <laughs> well, those are actually not bad movies. But all his stuff with Hammer Studios and the Frankenstein and Dracula and all that shit. But as a character and as him playing him for one movie for like eh, maybe collectively like 10 minutes of screen time. Let's give are him 15. Are we really that precious about not just casting a new person and being like, this is Grand Moff Tarkin now because obviously, guys, he Peter died Cushing, 22 years ago. fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. No, we should CG his face and cast a different. It's a different voice. It, I just think if you were going to do the CGI like Lucasfilm, you have been pushing the envelope of like what is possible with graphics and, and VFX and all that stuff. You fucked up because I've seen several movies where they've used this technology and it actually looked good. You don't notice like <clears throat> first time I saw Social Network, I didn't know that it was Army Hammer's face digitally transposed on somebody else. I thought mm. there but was two of them. To be fair... Or, that was a living person that you could put all the little dots on their but, face and film and be able to get it to move right. Yeah. This is a dead guy who... Yeah. You know, I get that. You had standard def, like, Betamax cameras. That sucks, but <laughs> it's quite, just like, I'm sorry, no, do better. I, like the, you, can't, look, you can't put this in a movie it, don't and put, not have it look yeah. almost flawless. It has That's to be That's what I was going to say. It, it needed to be perfect. I actually thought it was well done. It didn't, it didn't ruin the movie for me. I just felt like they shouldn't have done it. What I thought weird. looked worse... And it was so brief. Smoking hot, nineteen-year-old Carrie Fisher oh God. CGI. Again. That looked animated. That looked yeah. like it was. They she lifted like a, a, a like cell a from. No, they lifted a cell from the episode of Star Wars Rebels that she was on. Right. And they're like, "Great, we're going to just use that." She looked better in the Christmas special than she did at the end of Rogue One. And look, she was better in Force Awakens than she did at the end of Rogue One. Well, she sang better in the Christmas special, though. No, actually, see, I fucked up my own joke. She. She sang better in Rogue One, though. <laughs> See, I, I'm just gonna stare at you. <laughs> There's a simple solution to these things: make Grand Moff Tarkin not a main character, and you'd only see his reflection there. When we saw his reflection at the first time, the glass was like, "Okay, I know it's digital." I was like, "That's kind of cool." He's like there, and then he turned around. Then he was in the rest of the movie, and I was like, "Why is he still here?" Yeah, yeah. And then when she, well, I was like, we saw the back of her head, and I was like, "Cool, please don't fucking I, turn around." And then they showed her face, and I was like, "Stop!" I, I feel like it. director <laughs> Krennic, whose first name was Orson, by the way. His character's first name was Orson. Was I saw that on IMDb. Highly underutilized, by the yeah, way. Which oh, yeah, which I'm saying that would have been fine. Yes. Like, he could have done Why that didn't role. He just do you all didn't of need the to stuff. divide yeah. his role into no. him and Grand Moff Tarkin, well, who's still Governor Tarkin. They and how much, wasted Ben Mendelsohn. When does he become a Grand Moff, anyway? Yeah, how, what's that? I don't know. It's what a weird title. Well, he's called Governor Tarkin even after oh, he's called Moff Tarkin. Actually, Princess Leia says, Governor Tarkin. And I thought I saw. Smell something that I can and, have. Uh, in the first in New Hope, that's when they finally dissolve. Yeah, the they Galactic make the announcement Senate so that the local guys have more power, and that's probably when he becomes Grand Moff. I yeah, would imagine. that's probably true. Um, I think that's a great idea. I, you could have just gone with the reflection, the like yeah. barely seeing his image, and then One it would have been time. even if it was a little digital, it would be honestly. Fine. Yeah. And then and you could have you could have talked to him via hologram. Yeah, communicating. It could have looked hologram. You know, and it would have looked at you like, oh, good, fine, it's a hologram. Yeah, yeah. and then we would have moved on because like. To Will's point, I like the character Grand Moff Tarkin. They had him show up on Rebels. I thought it was kind of cool. And it cool. works for a show because yeah, it's a fucking no, cartoon. That's what I mean. It's a cartoon, so yeah. it worked. But I wasn't going to be like, well, he should have really been in this movie. No, you know? I never needed him. I didn't yeah. even know he was going to be in this I movie. I didn't either. This was one of those spoilers that I had no idea. I think a lot of people did know that he was in this movie, oh, and they did no know idea. it was digital. No, but I, I only I know that because if you're I've looking, read a if lot you're after the fact. You'll yeah, find it, yeah. I read, but articles that were up before it that I'm reading now. Right. It, it was out there. Right. So, yeah, I don't think they needed it. And the argument for Princess Leia, you could go either way. So you so just see the, see the hood the and the crazy cookie monster hairdo, and you just, and they hand it to her. Yeah. Or, I don't know, you just have a different actress who kind of looks her. like her. Or you have the dude walking, carrying the message, and the door opens, and he says, like, your highness, and then you cut there. Like, oh, that's kind of cool, because you're like, I know who he's talking to. Yeah. That's a little bit more. So right. like, and like, again, when we like, saw her oh, from behind, fun. that was fine. I always oh, sorry. Yeah, thank you. But that would have been fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, if that's how they wanted to end it. But then we you weren't... can also easily imagine if they had just done that, if they had just shown the back of Tarkin and like the back of Leia, then we would be like, why don't we get to see them? What do well, they, they, you know, here's what they, here's what they could have done. 
they could have shown you the image and been like, D- did you want that in the movie? Yeah. And, we'd be like, and Good this would be a time where, oh, we, we need Will's guy. Him. You know, your yeah. guy? Yep. What would your guy have said in the meeting? Uh, Hey, okay. All right, guys. I see what you're doing here. I like it. <laughs> I like what's happening. The movie's fine. The movie's fine. <laughs> Great ideas all around. I don't think we need to see Grand Moff Tarkin, who is a dead actor who's been dead for many years. We also don't need to see a young Princess Leia. We should just, you know, maybe the back of their heads or something real, real quick. Mm-hmm. And but we, we had that. We had the other nod. We had Organ, um, Senator Organa walking out and being like, "Hey, Captain Antilles." Yeah, we didn't see which. Right. Yeah. Well, then they yeah. used <laughs> they used that technology to get some of the squadron leaders into the 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 X wings and Y wings. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize any of them, yeah, so no I, that yeah. was a waste of money. They were from. I don't know how many digital, times digital faces. Yeah, too? they were digital faces. I don't know how many times I've seen those. But I didn't recognize any of them. No. If you, they and had I, if they had Porkins, yeah. or if, Wedge. If you got Jack Porkins, yeah. Then if I'll they, know if Porkins, I, by the way, where, when are we getting the Porkins standalone movie? Because I. In. I feel like because Poor they're kids. in X wings and stuff, and there's helmets, like they're a lot as noticeable, and they're fast, quick shots. Yeah. But I had an idea for like what would oh, I was like, oh god, I want to see this one character. It could be a funny sketch. Every time they cut to the dudes in the X wings and they're checking, they're like they're like gold leader checking in, blue leader checking in, red leader checking in. I want there to like be the like brown leader, and he all those guys seem like so nonchalant about being there. I want to be like. Brown leader, check it in! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! yeah he's got like a robot fucking, chicken He's sketch. like so excited. That would be a robot All those guys are so sketcher. fucking nonchalant about flying X-Wings and yeah. co- doing cool shit. And he's like, this is the dopest thing I've ever been a part of. And then at the end of this robot chicken sketch, it's George Lucas being like, we're never putting a fan in the movie again. <laughs> <laughs> with Brown leader. With the young Princess Leia CGI character, I, there was one person who was convinced it was authentic. Uh, Harrison Ford already banged her. But anyway, <laughs> well, there was that story that was out. It's timely. It's topical that uh, apparently they uh, hooked up when they made the original Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, He gave her the solo? No. I was going to, eh, you know what? All right, fine. You, you can't. Don't tease. It's Christmas yeah. season, or it's after Christmas. <laughs> it's but about it's, Christmas. Tis the season. Yeah. So uh, I, I will give and receive uh, uh, somebody that was good to see, Jimmy Smits. The first time we see him, the first time we see him and he didn't talk, I'm like, wait, that's him in the movie? I'm like, well, then why was he there? And then we see it more, and I'm like, okay, he doesn't look that much older, but you know what? You know what I'm glad they didn't do? CGI make him look older. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be 30 years after episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. So that's fine. Uh, I was glad to see him. Uh, sort of a little, like, nerdy footnote thing. I was very excited for the actress... Genevieve O'Reilly is her name. She played Mon Mothma. Now, she had been cast to play Mon Mothma in, I think, episode three, and she's there, but they cut all of her lines. So she had never actually gotten to Is this portray- the chick in the white dress? Yeah, who was okay. a major leader in the rebellion right. in Return of the Jedi. Yes. But we don't see her in A New Hope. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, good for her. She got cast for something like 10 years ago, and now she's actually getting to play it. So it was just like a little, you know, like nerdy thing or, or what have you. But oh, I thought that was... Another favorite thing of mine? Yeah. The, like, cousins of Akbar who were, like, chilling together. I love those guys. They talk to each other like, it's a trap! Don't go that way! No, you don't go that way! No, you! Over here! No! No! Get the shield! It's all a trap! You can't distinguish. It's all a trap! Apparently that race of aliens only can talk like that. Oh, I'm sorry, Will. Do they all look look the same to you? I like that they all look the same (laughs) and talk the same. Do you know what race those things are? Because yeah, no. they're not Mon Calamari, which is Admiral Akbar. There's something different. Oh, I don't they look know. just like fucking Admiral Akbar. But they're they're a different color than Admiral Akbar. Yeah, but he's red. Lots of they fishes. They can't be from the same fucking planet. Just different there's, colors. There's blue lobsters and red lobsters. Thank you. What if they're yeah. what if they're Jar Jar species, but they're just really fat? I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> Where was Jar Jar in this movie? By we the needed, way, we was a, uh, a serious K2 lack of Jar Jar. By the way, you know what Jar Jar said in the beginning of the movie, and he was right. Meets the people gonna die, and he was definitely right. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, well, you people talk- are saying K two S O is Jar Jar. No, he was fine. Actually, he's comic relief, one liner saves the day in the end. You always need that character. Yeah, though. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, that's basically. That's Solo, but he wasn't hope. annoying and stupid. No, no right? He's getting uh, like actually. Oh, whoops! And they did this bomb. And they did a good. Things. They did a good job because the the actor Alan Tudyk, which yeah, is actually amazing. how you say his name. I always <laughs> thought it was something different, but it's no. But I like to say Tudyk. That's like a nerd favorite. I never. So they like that, that guy. Way. Well, his wife does. To, or bo- or boyfriend, actually. I don't know what his uh, pretty look is. But anyway, I don't know. I, I liked it. It was a smart-assy droid who... We've had smart-ass droids before, but this is the first one who actually verbalizes in like English. Oh, excuse me. Droid. Excuse me. They speak basic. 
they ah. don't speak English. Oh. But R two D two is a smart ass. But we don't know. It's all yeah. lost. We don't. We you know he's probably really funny. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought this was good. I liked that he had a personality and it was sort of deadpan. It sort of reminded me of a character from a different universe. Uh, Marvin the Paranoid Android from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, which, yeah. there was the movie version of yes. that, and it was uh, Alan Rickman, Alan actually. Rickman. Yeah. Another Alan. I said that he was like uh, an autistic robot. Like, he just didn't have no social sensor. filters yeah, and he stuff. Did. <laughs> he just said like, exactly what he's thinking. I did like how he wasn't able, <laughs> like, he was able to, you know, shoot and kill like a motherfucker, by the way. He, yeah. killed, he had a pretty high body count. He's a robot. But he just wasn't good at lying. It's not that I, my programming doesn't let me lie. He's like, Oh, um, yeah, I believe that the rebels are over there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, forget it. So he just starts throwing them around. I know, I thought it was funny. I thought it, yeah, I had no problem with that. Uh, the first Whitaker character, Saw Gerrera, is a character that people know from the Clone Wars. Mm. And in my estimation, will be showing up on Rebels in the new year because of uh, something that's leading that way on the show. So that'd be great. That's a that's a character that uh, it was nice to see. I thought he was good. You know, again, not in the movie very long. Mads Mikkelsen also not in the movie very long. I thought he was long. pretty atrocious in that movie. Forrest Whitaker. You, Everything he said was so fucking over the top. Like, that's fair. Come with me. Yeah. But you, you look so beautiful after well, all these years. Where have you been? I'm like, I just fucking saw you. In you know Arrival, the, and you hit it out of the goddamn park, and then you show up to a Star Wars movie, and you phone it in? Please don't do that. Well, nobody goes to Star Wars movies for masterclass in acting. Try harder! You're Forrest Whitaker, you have a fucking Academy Award. Don't say the lines like an asshole. But I was gonna go to Tashi Station to get a yeah, new power converter. Just don't <laughs> talk like an a- just talk normal. Like, well, you don't fine. have to, o- it's because the director didn't, like, rein him uh, in. Be like, Forrest, uh, fucking speak normal. Let's talk about the ghostly trio of characters that I never knew any Stretch, of their names. Stretch, and uh, Sticky. Uh, Body Rook was the Imperial pilot oh, who yeah. defected. Bodhi Rook. Whatever. Oh, Bodhi, yeah. Yeah. I'd never had the, the, the blind guy and his buddy. Oh, Donnie Chiru Yen. Imwe and Baze Malbus. What is wrong? I have all these How in the front of me. How the fuck you... did you know? Are they in the Chiru game or something? Okay. Oh, they're in the game. <laughs> That's oh. cheaters. Like, at least you memorizing these names for At least weeks. you figured it out, yeah. Um... So let's see. Oh, well, we talked about how director Krennic was a little bit, well, not a little bit, but he was underutilized. Super but underutilized. he is the perfect bad guy for spinoff Star Wars TV books, comics, the yeah. kind of character that you know is not going to be a major player no, beyond no, no. that story. Right. Sometimes it's a series of episodes or a series in a title. And you're just like, all right, well, things won't end well for this guy because we never see him again. Right. But I thought he was good. He was the right tone for that sort of middle management imperial mm-hmm. who basically goes to Darth Vader. That's smart. Like, you know, I don't yeah. really like Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh and, God. you know, I don't love what Darth Vader says, but I like that he still kind of has a, a bit of a sense of humor when he, he choked him out and said, hope you don't choke on your own ambition. I'm like, man, Anakin, you still got it, motherfucker. Hey, look. That was awesome, first of all. Second of all, you're not going to, like... It, from what I was reading, and I know that this is probably stupid, but, like, that guy would have had to be completely, like, just a total idiot to think he would surpass uh, Tarkin because Tarkin's one of the only people who even knows Palpatine's first name. They're on, like, a first-name basis. Sheev. Chris Palpatine? <laughs> yes. Chris. Is that from the video game, too? <laughs> no, that's oh, okay. that was uh, from some stuff I was reading. They just came up with Palpatine's first name, like, two years ago, and it's Sheev Palpatine. Hmm. Sheev. S-H-E-E-V. It, oh, it's not Shiv Palpatine? No. I think well, sure it's not. Are you sure it's not just prison? Steve with an extra Steve. Steve. Steve Palpatine. Steve Palpatine. Steve but Palpatine. But since uh. we're speaking about Darth Vader, I was a little taken aback that he would build a fortress on uh, Mustafar or Mustafar, the volcanic planet where he was burned alive. So I thought about that and I was looking because I didn't remember I didn't remember the name back. of the planet and as I was looking Isn't it up, like there's Sith? this idea that the Sith would embrace great pain Their and pain. you're like, all right, well that sort of ties into Kylo Ren who this movie just made me hate Kylo Ren even more because I'm like, oh, these are good bad guys. Yeah, these bad guys are well done. Well, yeah. Kylo Ren makes even less sense because why would he be appealing to his grandfather when we saw at the end of Return of a Jedi that his grandfather is a light side force ghost then, so he could fucking talk to his grandpa right. if he was still studying under his uncle. I have I strongly believe that Kylo Ren will make the switch by the end of episode nine. And oh, he'll come out as bi-curious? Well, yes. 
I, I would love for that to happen, and I would love for Ray to go to the dark side. I would love Ray to end up. Okay, being so like if if the story style. no, see now we've hatched this, which oh also by the, the way, chick in Rogue One totally Ray's mom. You know that for sure, totally. No, people are saying that though. Are they? But she Ray was. would have Fuck to. Those people. Ray would have to be thirty-five. That's, that's the thing I hate that, about that. That, that Force Awakens is okay. all the assholes who wouldn't shut up about Ray's goddamn parents. Yeah. I'm like, shut no, the fuck okay. I, I came across that theory, and somebody just immediately was like, "Yeah, Ray's not thirty-five, right?" Because also, Force Awakens is thirty years yeah. after. Yeah. So when does she well, have and, this and kid? Where yeah. Ray has Force abilities. There's no and, Force wielding in the Urso yeah, family. Uh, Jin Urso had a had a kyber crystal necklace, which I yeah. think she won on the boardwalk at Seaside Heights, unless I'm mistaken. <laughs> Jersey Shore reference, I y'all. Mean, I guess her dad knowing about the Jedi's and the kyber crystals. No, he's crystals. Hannibal Lecter, so well, but, he didn't but, really know about much. But him knowing about kyber crystals and Jedi's could make sense with them having something to it's do. It's because he fought Doctor Strange and he's seen the other side. He uh, has. That's true. And uh, my big problem that I don't know that we haven't discussed yet was, to me, that entire little like romance between Cassian and Jin was just that didn't completely work. useless. I think. <laughs> like, well, well I was okay. happy that they like didn't share a passionate kiss. They yeah. just kind of like hugged and then they died. I, I was glad. I thought that they were about but to the kiss. Forced, I'm like, this is not the romance. Time. All, this, was so all dumb. this, all the tension there was just stupid. And it, and it, to me, there was none. It killed. Well, yeah, but it, but the attempt. Right. Uh, it killed kind of a pivotal moment of the movie, which is Cassian deciding not to shoot Galen. Mm-hmm. Him, it cheapens that moment. Right. So That's we go point, from yeah. we go from being able to have Cassian have done the right thing for the sake of doing the right, right thing because he's sick of doing the end justifies the means, even though he's fighting for the rebellion and we know he's doing the right thing. Right. Like that's what they were trying to show is like, hey, there's a darker side to trying to gain your freedom. Like mm-hmm. this guy's had to do some really shitty, questionable, like dark side esque type things. And this was his moment of like, You're pushing me too far. You're telling me I have to kill somebody just because we're afraid of their knowledge or something, mm-hmm. right? And doesn't do it. But instead you get the feeling that he's just like oh she's not gonna blow me if i shoot her dad in the head <laughs> <laughs> well that would have been jeff in the situation he's like look the, the world's blown yeah, up look but closely, so, so is my junk as, so. the, as the explosion's going and they go for a hug he like tries to push her head <laughs> down and she's like hitting his hand away and then the fucking explosion consumes he just unzips he's like i didn't take it out for air love <laughs> but the real reason to to shoot galen urso is because reportedly he actually ate a Jedi's liver once with some fava beans and a nice Chianti, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think he should be punished for that. I just came up with that now. That's not on my page. So <laughs> I, I was going to do a voice. So that I was like, people don't know his Hannibal voice. And then Can I'm not you gonna do, do his Hannibal voice? It's very, you know, because it's, it's that very, well, because he's Danish, so, so he, doesn't, he doesn't sound like Hugh Laurie slash Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Because he's got too thick of an accent. accent. So yeah, he has to keep his accent. So no, but I could always do the the... American accent of of, oh, of, Do- of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Spider Man, yeah. please stay out of my inner sanctum. That's basically <laughs> what it'll sound like. The eye of Aggie Boto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Dormammu. Um well let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Jin Urso. She's our main character. Um Will not as invested in her. But my thinking is, and no, she's, by the way, she's not Ray's mom, she's but no she's the same fucking character as Ray. If you think about it, when we meet her, she's a worse she's, version. Well, she's Ray, like a little bit further down the road right. where she's actually gotten arrested, you know? Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, so she's really down on our luck after her parents died, yeah. slash abandoned, slash Probably whatever. That's the, the only difference. thing that motivates anybody in this She Star doesn't Wars have BB 8, who's Will's favorite Ray, character. Ray is the little girl who got, like, abandoned and never left that spot. Right. right, like she stayed there waiting to get taken back. Jin is the little girl who like got left on her own and then had to like live the Oliver Twist life of like a street urchin, and, like figuring Forrest it out. Whitaker. Right, Ran she's, away she's closer to like Star Lord. Like she had to go off and live with some yeah. random dude who probably had a little bit too like violent of a life for a child to be around. It's true. That's that's a fair assessment. Yeah, but I don't know. So you think she has no character? No, I, she I, makes do, a huge. I, Pivot I think, in the movie, which is yeah. supposed to be an important thing, and it has it holds zero weight. When her dad and she gives her big speech to everybody, yeah. like we're rebels, we're gonna fucking do everything. I was like, we don't even know what you were doing, how you got arrested. You had a little brief shit with your parents it doesn't really mean anything besides stock background for any lead character. We don't know why she was in uh, opposition to taking a side. We don't know why this change is important. Like when she hits that moment where she actually embraces that part of her character should be a big deal. Instead, it's just like, this is just really weak and has zero justification. It feels really strange and forced. 
I didn't. May the force be with you. That's right. <laughs> it just she's like not even a. All those characters were like cool on paper, but had no depth. Like Donnie Yen, dope as shit. Don't know anything about that guy. Would have loved to have a little bit more of him, more of his buddy, more of Cassiopeia, whatever that fuck his, his name is. I would like there to be uh, more. Cando so when they all is die, his name. you are like, man, that's a bummer. But when they all die, you're like, this is the way it has to be. I saw this coming. This is just the natural occurrence of events. They got the plans. Yeah. Movies I, over. Star there's Wars. a point in the movie where I'm like, I'm pretty sure that everybody's gonna die. And then there's a couple moments where you're like, well, maybe not everybody, everybody. Yeah. And I feel like. That was something that they did that was very satisfying for the story that I they liked were telling. Choice, I liked yeah. it. And what that speaks to is a fear that a lot of us had. We talked about it on the Black Cast when Disney acquired Star Wars. Right. How much they were probably going to Disney up the property. Right, right. And you can make that case for things that have happened since. But the ultimate Disneying it up is at the very least, Jyn Erso and Cassian Andor, you know, make it out. And yeah. they get through the shield. It didn't make and it out. Admiral Akbar's cousin, you know, they open a a winery in Tatooine or something, you know? That'd be great. That would be very that would, I What I really want, I want a full Vader movie, right? I want a movie oh, that's just that. Is it there really? is a series. Vader uh, there is an all Vader everything. series. Uh, someone, because when we had this conversation, how we want to see Vader fuck shit up like he did in Are they Rogue making one. an all Vader movie? Well, there's been an uh, all Vader comic book series, which I which yeah. was highly recommended. I think it's called Vader Down. I'm and then there's one which is called out. Darth Vader. Vader but Down? Vader Down, yeah, because he crashes. Vader Dunn. <laughs> but um, I have not seen an official announcement of a Darth Vader movie. Don't I just it. would expect it. No, I, I like him better in this role. Yeah, what are you going to do? Have a full um, movie with a bad guy not doing anything good? I don't know what I want, balance. but I just truly, I want to see Darth Vader using the full extent of his power. I want to see the strongest, most powerful force wielder in the galaxy use the full extent of his force, right? Like we get that one scene of him just fucking up all those rebels, right? Mm-hmm. I almost would have rather seen him go down to Scarif himself and just fuck up the entire Rebel Legion and then, and then be like, yeah, Vader just wins. Like you, It doesn't matter what the odds are. He's going to go in and just wipe us the fuck out, which would then make everything that Luke did against him that much more important. Right. It would make Luke that much stronger. It would lend more credence to these new trilogies of being like, hey, Luke is actually pretty like boss to have been yeah. able to stand up to his dad as long as he did and like fight with him to have not been blown out of the sky immediately flying against him like right. and and you could look it goes right into your properties that you're still selling so give me more of that I would have loved so, that. But so so Jeff that. you would actually welcome the all Darth Vader movie. Let's yeah. worry let's not worry about the story that it's following a bad guy around. Yeah, I would I would love it like I get that it's not going to appeal to a broad audience watching somebody just go through and murder and destroy things, but you can have glimpses of um Vader's pull to the light. And again, I mean, maybe they're trying to save that for Kylo Ren or whatever, but it's like from some of the stuff I was reading, there's like the constant like back and forth between the Emperor and Vader when they are around each other, where it's like uh, things the, go completely wrong. The Vader hot, has passionate, to it will out. they or won't they finally kiss? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. And, and then Sidious is like, yeah, everything's a test. I'm not going to help you with anything. You have like, you didn't land that thing well enough after we were blown out of the sky. Like, you didn't do this. And it's just like, so in an, in an extent, like the nagging wife. But it, it's, it was fascinating <laughs> to me to read because it, it gave me the idea of like, um, they're fighting a bunch of monsters and they just like pulverize them. And then uh, Sidious asks Vader, he's like, did you consider letting me get killed? And Vader's like, yeah, for a moment. And then they keep fighting. So you could have these, whether it's through further expression of the dark side or through his pull to the light. Like, this is a complex character. This is a character that we've established had to go through this arc of doing these horrible, terrible things. There's an episode in Clone Wars, the Star Wars cartoon, where um, uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, and uh, Obi-Wan land on this weird planet with these things called the Overlords, and they're basically the leaders of the Force. Like, they're the most Force-powered beings in the universe. And there's the father and the brother and the sister, uh, or the son and the daughter, sorry. And the son is the representation of the dark side, the daughter is the light side, and the father is, like, 
the middle. He's like a vape pad. He balances both sides, right? Anakin proves he's the chosen one by doing all this stuff. Um, and it's like, not to give too much of that story away, stuff happens, dark side guy, guy wins and shows Anakin his future. And Anakin's like, oh my God, I'm going to do these awful, awful things. Decides to embrace the dark side to kill the um, emperor to keep all of that from happening. But the father erases his memory and is like, you can't know that because you have to let this play out. Like to be the chosen one, to do what you have to do to ultimately redeem them, you had to first embrace the dark side. Yeah. Like city is so smart and powerful Vader had to have basically proven time and time again that he was like hands down his servant well, to finally be able to I toss mean, him down that pit. And we don't see it but it's referenced how in episode 3 Revenge of the Sith I mean he just murders whole schools of children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah it's we have a pretty good feeling about that guy so hard to imagine I mean and he gets worse after that. You right. know, that's mm -hmm. that's like that's it's, the beta test. It's kind of the biggest reason why I just don't like care or really look at the prequels because I never got that sense. I mean, Hayden Christensen is obviously a bad actor, but the writing, everything about them, when the Darth Vader that's supposed to be, when I watch the prequels, even Revenge of the Sith, they're like, he killed a bunch of kids. I'm like, did he though? Like, you just don't get it from him at all. Like, yeah. in, in the writing, you're like, this guy doesn't become Darth Vader, which is why in Rogue One, I had that strange moment where I was like, this Hayden Christensen becomes this fucking guy? Yeah. So well, I was so like, look, it took 25, I, 30 years. I was just like, I've just decided that I'm just going to... It was something else. Like, the, I just should ignore the prequels pretty much altogether, even though they had some cool original stuff in there. There's some and cool stuff in the there. fucking dopest character of all time. Mm -hmm. That's why you got saved I just don't believe that, that yeah. Anakin becomes Darth Vader because Darth Vader's so fucking cool and Anakin's such a piece of shit. I think of it like Anakin... You think of it like... They always talk about the dark side like it's kind of uncapping the well. Like dark side guys are always more powerful than Jedi's right. but it's a matter of like all of that hate and anger and passion can like lead you the wrong way right, right. like you're always going to be stronger when you're fighting with your anger but then your anger can blind you mm -hmm. that's kind of the, the stuff that we get from them so uh, you think of it as like Vader became stronger when he fully unleashed that cap and was able to embrace all of his uh, power to manipulate the force right. both light and dark but I would have loved to see like kind of a little asshole kid instead of that shitty kid in in what's the first one called Phantom Menace? Oh yeah, yeah. Like innocent, sweet little kid. I'm like, no, I kind of want to see a little dickhead because you're like, I can see how this kid grows up to be Darth Vader. Well, they just didn't really pull off what they wanted to do. They wanted to establish like, hey, this is a kid who is selfless. Like he risks his life in that right. pod race. We don't get in a sense that his life's at risk during the pod race because right. we know he's gonna live and we know who he becomes. Right. I think exactly. But the truth is, a little kid flying a thing where. Basically, half the people die every time they do a race. Is like, right. holy shit, kid! Like you're I, brave. That's you're true. I kind of think that's why I never watched the Clone Wars because I was like, so he's a he's a fucking hero for like six years in a show. <laughs> General Skywalker, and then he becomes fucking Darth Vader. I'm like, no, his influences are too positive throughout that stuff. They but show, that's that's the whole point is yeah. that that's how it can happen. You I know? just don't they, buy it. The one of the things that they say, and and what the again to call back to that episode, the Overlord guy says to him, he's like, you, it's uh, basically watch out for the power of your heart. So like. Um, Tupac has a quote where he's like, I'm not violent. I'm just passionate. <laughs> Wait, and Tupac's in that Tupac, episode? No, Tupac, but, in no, the Clone Wars. Tupac had a great quote that I've always remembered where he talks about who he is as a man. So it's like he got this um, impression of him as this gangster and all this stuff. And he was talking about like, I'm an artist. I'm a poet. I write poetry. Like mm -hmm. I come across as this like angry, foreboding thing because I'm a person of such passion that like I love you with my whole heart. And when you hurt me, I hate you with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. And so that's what comes out. Right. And that's what you could view Darth Vader as like uh, Anakin is him like with all the love in his heart being like all like the good and best parts of himself and then when he once again is uh, faced with losing the only things that he has like love and connection to he first he loses his mom sees it coming loses his mom his mom was the only thing he had in like the entire galaxy mm -hmm. until he w became a Jedi where he was then asked to surrender everything right and then the next thing he knows he's about to lose the only girl that he's ever loved and like the only thing that made it okay for him to step away from his mom and mm -hmm. like the one source of comfort that he had after that so like everything that he does is about him trying to like huddle in and keep everything that he loves and protects safe 
whatever it takes. So like it's like the father stealing the bread to save his family. Like that man's a thief, mm-hmm. but you think of it, well, his reasoning was like for good. That's kind of where he's coming from, except instead of just stealing bread, he murders children. See, that, and that's such a big jump to me. It, it, it is a big jump, <laughs> but I It's very difficult to draw comparisons to, like, Tupac when look, Anakin slaughters schools full of children. Like, <laughs> we don't even have to, in our own lives, know actual people, but you hear stories about public figures who are swayed by the evils of various addictions and things. Yes. Well, Sith... Power is apparently going to be much more intoxicating. Way more than cocaine and crank or ice or horse or all the street talk that we hear time and again. It's uh, much worse than all that. And it's uh, he's very much, very much inspired by it and taken taken by it. So we can see how that would happen, is my point. All of those things would definitely take So you're saying that Qui-Gon had a very specific set of skills, the kind of skills (laughs) that make him a nightmare for Siths like you. Well, (laughs) let's move it back to Rogue One uh, is that, you know, so that's a very layered character that may or may not add up depending on the way a person looks at him. And these characters were were not really as layered, but they only had one movie to kind of tell their entire story. (laughs) One layer they they only existed to be pushed to the end of the movie, and then the movie ended but uh, by the way, I would happen when the movie started, <laughs> and they're all in red Star Trek shirts. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, why are we down? Yeah, why do we change into these? No reason, says J.J. Abrams. Uh, director Krennic is probably, I feel like, someone we will see again on you know Rebels and that sort of did thing. Did he get like fucking hyperspace back up, or did they? No, no he, he died. Died. He, he died. Yeah, he died. Oh, you're saying in Rebels? In Rebels. Okay, I was like, no, that fucker's dead. Yeah, or you know the Han Solo standalone or who knows where he'll show up again something I like see, that I, I'm hoping the Boba Fett movie can be badass like I if, mean, let's if hope. anything goes dark if anything wants to do the DC extended I, universe I, it better be the Boba I Fett I do want to save the topic think, of Boba Fett for a different time because uh, I think that's where I, you get more Darth Vader not yeah, a Darth Vader I'm, movie but hopefully. in the Boba Fett you movie. could do, definitely do that but there's so much to explore with a Mandalorian um, I think Boba Fett movie should be like Deadpool he should swear and J- eat make jokes. chimichanga great yeah. I have no problem with that if they make dead, if they make Boba Ryan Reynolds Fett, Deadpool. Cost, cast him in Great. everything. Great. Boba Pool. No problem. <laughs> Boba Pool. I, I'm sure that's I'm a I'm in Boba Pool. Yeah. yeah. Dead Fett doesn't sound better. Boba Pool was right. <laughs> uh, let's uh, talk about a, a sort of a very nerdy thing. This didn't feel like a Star Wars movie in a lot of ways because it's a Star Wars story. It's there not a no trilogy. Lesser. There wasn't the crawl at the beginning, which yeah. I, I had the sense that that wasn't going to happen. But I'm still disappointed because it just makes you feel – just you're excited for the movie you're about to watch when right. you get that. And then you don't have it. And they use location titles. This is a super nerdy thing. But they never do that in the Star Wars movie. It movies. felt you're strange. Just like, I was like, stop. Stop telling us. It's too much. Fuck. Who cares yeah. where this is? Yeah. And that's actually what I felt. I was like, stop explaining it. Right. I, I don't need it. Uh, there's not a lot of – continuity issue that I have with the story. However, there's a major one, which is the big reveal in episode four, and Granimov Tarkin is the one who says it, to let you know that it is a fully operational battle station. Well, people saw that shit work twice. So there's no big surprise. I mean, sure, Princess Leia's not going to know. Nobody saw Jet up, and and they said that that was a mine explosion to cover it up. Yeah. The what was the second? That's a big fucking mine explosion. That's a big mine explosion. Yeah. <laughs> did they did they blow up all of Scarif? Or did they just they, blow up the city? Well, that's yeah, what they said because they were like a single reactor explosion, which potentially wouldn't have destroyed all of Scarif. It would have just knocked yeah. out their installation and like covered the up Empire owned the whole the, planet. Oh yeah. Oh, but okay. the interesting thing, uh, I was speaking with uh, Zach Wilson, who we all know from yes. well, Jeff knows him from college, but he's one of the hosts here at AfterBuzz. He does a, a fun show called Sci-Fi Weekly that I've been on a couple times i was talking to him about rogue one at the after buzz uh christmas party and he was like this was a really expensive way to sort of plug in one of the biggest plot holes in the star wars universe which is what why the fuck is there that flaw in the death star that anybody can just fly a ship in and blow it and it's like it's oh because it's one giant because, plot because hole he, yeah he's like oh because this guy put it in there because he wanted you to be able to do it now here's what that doesn't answer 
how in Return of the Jedi there is again the same, the same flaw. Thing. No, because they had to fly all the way inside to I shoot know. instead of being in able to shoot from, from the outside. From the outside and get away. I know. Uh, but you'd think that they would have learned. And I know they had the shield generator and all that. But it's interesting. It's a, it's a good point. That Plus, like, that one wasn't complete, so maybe they would yeah. have built it was, more did stuff. They, it's been so long since I've seen it now, and I kind of blocked it out. Did Wait, they? was that Return of the Jedi when the Emperor says fully operational battle station? I just mm. realized I think I might have I might have my ship wrong. You do, because it was, the and it's when they're attacking that, the fleet and, after the And ambush. that was a big reveal because it wasn't finished, but it was operational. So, it's a trap! So it was a trap. <laughs> so that was my mistake. So I guess that there isn't that flaw. I got my Death Stars confused, because to Will's point, there have now been, there, many. there have been eight Star Wars movies. Yes. And the Death Star... Is in <laughs> four. four of them, and there's Star Killer Base, which is basically the Death Star yes. in in Force Awakens. Do yeah. they destroy that whole planet at uh, the end of that one? I that was my question. I don't, don't remember. remember what happened. How they has it been? In, what they other one is it in? It's in the first one, or so New Hope, it's in Return Rogue of the one, Jedi, New Hope, Return yeah. of the Jedi, and, and Force Awakens. Force Awakens. We're counting planet. that as one of the well, four. Because okay, you yes. said I didn't mean it. The same Star Killer, and that's where I got and the same shitty weakness. Yeah. Well, accessible yeah. by the trash system. They keep <laughs> upgrading it. Right? First, it was a, a hole from the outside. Look, then I'm you had to fly inside. Then you had to f- blow your a hole to get inside. Yeah. And then it, it it's fucking inside. powerful as all the bad guys in Star Wars are. They're the biggest fucking morons in the world. Like all the stormtroopers. How are stormtroopers such bad shots? What the fuck? And I like the badass, the the, <laughs> the death troopers. They're called death troopers because they fucking die so much. Yeah. I think uh, there was, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to get into, which was some of the cameos. I was fine to see R2-D2 and C-3PO. I know we didn't need them, but they're in every movie. I'm fine with them being in there. It's fun to always see them. Yeah, and at some point, they're probably not going to be in a movie, but right now, you can still put them in every movie. Right. And... Well, the, the robots. They they can't can't be there was a fan. there was a good cameo well, they uh, that were the beloved characters of Pondo Baba and Colonel Evazan, also known as Pigface and Walrus Man. Yes, who, I laughed out loud. That one like, was hey, great. Yeah. I love those guys. Those, like, guys, oh, those guys are always picking yeah. fights. I can't you wait. Guys till, don't know what's gonna happen. I can't wait till Pigface gets what's coming you, to him. You fucking. don't want to mess with me. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't. All right, bye bye. Yeah, no, it's like oh, only an idiot would mess with you. That was my favorite because I knew who those were. And I laughed. I went. I was that guy in the theater. Went. And nobody else laughed. And I was like, this is... No, I did that, too. I mean, I, I told Star Heather Wars about thing. it afterwards, and she's like, oh, okay. I like, it wasn't interesting to her. And I don't blame her, because it doesn't need to be. But I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, it's the best. It's pig face and walrus guy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that would be a great uh, half-hour sitcom, pig face and walrus That'll guy. The next roommates. special. Oh, I love that idea. He I don't is know. the walrus, cuckoo, kachoo. Cuckoo, kachoo, I don't know. So overall, I did enjoy it. I suppose that as I've thought a lot about it after I saw the movie. You uh-huh. know, and it's kind of you, there's just things to think about the way that they tie into the universe, things that you like, things that you don't like. On the whole, I thought it was good. I would say that for me, I'm probably going to give it a B, but not a B plus. But I think right when it ended, I was going to probably give it an A minus. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it, but I don't know. It's still it's good. I liked it. I I will. Watch it again at some point, but I, what I will not do is our friend Rafe Gutman, yes. who I think will be on in the very near future to talk about this like movie. He watches everything in sequential story order, and I don't want to have specifically focusing on Felix. I don't want him to watch Rogue One and then Star you Wars. A New always Hope. start a children's first Star Wars experience. With the first Episode one. four. And you got to uh, go in. I'm pretty sure you should watch them in production order. Well, that's how he feels. Uh, no, actually, that's not production different. order. No, that's different. No, that's very story. different. Oh, that's very Fuck different. face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize what you were saying. <laughs> very different. Very because different. Because they were filmed that way on purpose. Star Wars wasn't made that way. No. I'm sorry that I completely missed it. Very great comment by Jeff. No, but the uh, chronological order, I think, really doesn't work in Star Wars. It might work in other things, but it, no, you just it you can't do it. You and skip the I, I, I think it takes away from the awesomeness of Episode Four. Also, show him the despecialized editions, which are a thing now. You can They're download a thing. them. You can, you can get a fans hold of them. have like yeah. upgraded them. They're great. They're fantastic. It's the original ones remastered by fans, and they're just by fans for, for the fans. fans. Yeah. 
Fans. It's, it's illegal to get them, but they're all over the internet. Um, it's illegal to get a lot of things on the internet. Yes, Jeff. I was going to say, the one thing I did think this movie did well was the war scenes. Like you, they, It was great. They, they did a better job of exploring way, war yeah, scenes. And what people are talking about is, even people that didn't particularly like it, they thought that the last 30 minutes were great. Yeah. And I've heard people say that those are like the best... That's the best climax in a Star Wars film. It's the best, you know, battle sequence right. resolution. The best 30 minutes I saw someone say, I don't think it's the best 30 minutes in a Star Wars movie. But I understand all those points. I understand all those points. And I certainly agree with all of that. And yes. I think, I don't know, I think it was interesting. And I thought it was well done. Uh, Will and Jeff, take a quick moment and give your grades on the film. Um, just a letter grade. I feel like a C plus is too low. A B minus. Yeah, you can give it a B minus. Lives in That's there. Fine. Lives fine. in there. It's yeah. Fine. And I'm Jeff, right in the same place. B B minus because it was fun. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm gonna have to see it again, but it's not. It's not a movie that you're like. Have you seen Rogue One? Like, yeah. oh, you're really missing out. I could have done without them using the word hope. Seven fucking thousand. I, I, I didn't times. need that. I feel like that's We're part really of the need I feel something. like hope, hope, hope. I feel like, like that's part the of the reshoots, unfortunately. It's yeah. just the. We the, need more theme. being the hope cut. Also, the next movie is called A New Hope. Make sure you said 7,000 times so the people know. Well, in any case, uh, we enjoyed it. We want to hear what everybody else thinks. I think we're going to have some friends of the black cast in the near future talk about the movie in subsequent weeks ahead. But we want to hear from all of you, so let us know. At Blackcast on Twitter, the Blackcast on Facebook, of course, Blackcast.com. I'm the Blackcast host at Christian DMZ. Captain EO is at Jeff DeRay. And of course, Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore host of the Motivation Report at Motivate Report. Yeah. And you know what we'll all do? We'll see you next time on the Blackcast. <laughs> <laughs>